This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hey, what's up? It's episode 136 of Small Talk. Your host, Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman here with you today. Hello to our podcast audience and hello to our YouTube audience. Steve, I'm wearing the Shelly shirt and I got to tell you, every time I put this on, I'm reminded of how proud I am of our very first merch drop because this shirt is so comfortable and it is so understated. I just love it. Uh, most successful merch drop in the history of merch drops. I mean, we sold out in like three days. I mean, it doesn't matter how many we bought. We sold out in three days. What's up? And I think everyone seems to be pumped about it. And we were just talking about maybe doing it again. Maybe a little different thing this time. Maybe some hats, maybe more shirts. I don't know. Also, you say we sold out in three days. Can we actually pull the curtain back really quickly? We would have sold out in 24 hours, but there was one shirt size small that hung on for two extra. We had a sizing issue. We So we, we screwed up and- I should have known this. We should have known this because, you know, we bought, I think, what, equal amounts of small, medium, large, and extra large, and maybe one, two X. And I think that was it, right? Yeah. Uh, and obviously the mediums and the larges went fast, very fast. fast. And even the XLs gone pretty quick. The smalls were a, a bit of a struggle. We would have been way faster if it wasn't for the smalls. I didn't think that went through. That's our bad. Now we're big shirt merch moguls and we understand <laughs> how the business works. Um, but we were very naive to that. We bought way too many smalls. So next time, only a couple of smalls. So apologies to the small people out there, but you're in the minority. You know, and I'll take the L on that one because I have a size small and it's a little baggy, but in the best way. So I thought maybe our lady Shelly's would want the small, but I think most women got the medium and they were pleased with the sizing. So I was the one that advocated for the size smalls, probably because very on any, brand. <laughs> any place I've ever worked, it's been like, hey, Michelle, sorry, we don't have any women's gear, but here's a guy's size medium that's down to your knees. Hope you like it. <laughs> so I yeah. really wanted the women have the appropriate sizes so my bad on that I miscalculated you, uh, you know what sucks about my stature too so to let people in I'm f- about 510 160 dripping wet oh so, wow we're you know, doing su- chair. super muscular <laughs> I'm trying to get people I don't have my body fat index or body man BMI I don't have any of that I don't really yeah. care to be honest with you um and I don't even think it's that doesn't even matter it doesn't not even that accurate anyway uh but I'm kind of between sizes. Mm-hmm. Mediums are a little bit, I wear a medium, but I wish I had a little bit more room in the medium. And then if I go to a large, I'm kind of swimming in it. So it depends on the brand, but I'm, I'm one of those people, if there was like a medium and a half or like a big medium, an extra medium as they is probably the right. right term for it. I am an extra medium, but they don't make extra medium. So here I am trying to figure out whether or not I should buy a larger medium t-shirt all the time. So the Shelly shirt, I have a medium, it's a little bit snug, it still fits, but it's, I wish I had a little bit more room, but if I bought the mm-hmm. large, I'd be swimming in it. You know, this is actually Bush League now that we're talking this through, because when you get shoes, there's a seven, a seven and a half, eight. Why don't we have a small and a half? Why don't we have a medium and a half? It seems pretty short-sighted to try to lump people into small, medium, large, extra large, 2XL. There's a lot of variation in between there. There's like an adjustable hat, like a snapback hat. There's like a hundred different ones. Yeah. And I've always wondered who uses the smallest one and who uses the biggest one. Gosh. No one. Use the smallest one. Steve, I have a an obscenely small head. I have so a small my- head too, but man, I didn't even know Steve. that was possible. Steve, my ex-boyfriend <laughs> used to make fun of me because I can fit in a baby gap hat. I Wait have a, a second. Very small head. Big brain, small head. 
Yeah, there's just not a lot in between. If the brain is squeezed against the skull, I get it. Cranium issues. Really, I have a tiny, tiny head. I think my hair has a lot of volume, so it covers up the fat. I have really small hands, as you can see. I have very delicate and petite wrists and ankles. You would not realize I'm a delicate person by looking at me because of the way my body is proportioned, but I sneaky have a really small head. Most hats that you get at a a baseball game are too big on me, even if they're below. Right. That's what I was going to say. Have you ever put on the new era fitted baseball hat? What size are you? Because I always I used to know. be like a six and seven eighths guy, um, which is small. And you're, if you're telling me that you are on one on a snapback, you're, you might be like a five and a half, which is unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go run and see if I have one real quick? Yeah. I mean, why okay, not? Okay, I don't. Okay. Yeah. So I only have one fitted hat. It's a, a Memphis Redbirds hat from obviously the Cardinals minor league team. And it doesn't obviously. have sizing here. Well, it's an M, you know, like Michelle. Um, it doesn't have sizing. It just says small, medium. And I put it on. And you're swimming in it. No, it fits pretty snug, but it's like. Is it? It looks like it's a, you know, oh, you have hair too. So that makes your head, that the crazy thing is I got yeah. obviously the fade here going. So I don't have any hair insulation. When I had the bun, I would always have to size up on my snapbacks yeah. for sure. So the hair is actually helping you out. If you had a GI Jane haircut, right? I would probably would notice that your head was way smaller. Yeah. Right. Totally. I wish there was actual sizing here. It doesn't say, but as you can see, it's very small. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wish I thought it had, since it was fitted that it would have, you know, a number. In it. No, you need the new era. The new eras have the official sizing. Those are the official major league baseball hats and stuff, which I haven't bought one of those in a long time. Cause I don't think those are really in anymore, but this just says outdoor cap. <laughs> super official outdoor cap. Oh, i can't wear this indoors jeez i think it's not no, no i sorry guys well i just wore it indoors but anyway sorry about that i thought that it would have some sizing but also shout out to the 2009 pacific coast league champion memphis redbirds I'm, rep- I'm representing all the time big deal uh but yeah i do have a freakishly small head Interesting. Well, like i right. bet you could palm it yeah, like if Shaq's hands were on your, it would go from your eyeballs to like back of your neck, basically. I think Shaq's whole hand. He'd be able to pick would, you up. With yeah, just, literally. It would be like the claw, you know, when you would play video games, you would claw me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like in uh, Toy Story, the claw. Oh, the claw, the yeah. claw. Okay, so we need to get the messaging out there that we yeah. need small and a half. We need medium and a half, large and a half. We need to work in some exercising. But if we do do another merch drop, we will take into account what it seems like our demographic needs maybe that should be our next millions our business plan or not our next millions our first millions um (laughs) we're not doing that well (laughs) think for yourself daddy warbucks (laughs) um but nobody does half sizes i feel like we've stumbled upon something interesting here is that a girl problem too or is it just a guy problem Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I am a small in some things, a medium in others. It totally depends on the fabric. It depends on the cut. I would fit right in between a small and medium or like an extra small and a small, depending on the outfit. And it's very annoying to try and... I get things tailored or altered all the time. Hmm. Like, which is wait, a pain night, in the I only, ass. I only get nice clothes on my suits. That's the only thing I get altered. What do you get altered? Oh my gosh, if I buy a sundress, I'll have to get it altered because like I said, I have a small wow, rib cage. Yeah, no, it's, it's just, it won't fit me correctly. If not, I have to get almost everything altered, straps altered, all sorts of stuff. Interesting. The last time I got anything tailored was a suit or altered, I should say it was a suit. I go to this old Italian guy named Frank, Love Frank. Uh, and he's random hole in the wall place in West Hartford. 
didn't really want to speak to me while I was there, which was ideal because I don't want to talk to anyone when I go out. But then he, I was like, hey, write your name down for like a ticket or whatever. So I wrote down Steve Cerruti. He's like, oh, Italian. Where are you from? Where's the family from? And I was like, all right, well, you know, we're from Sicily. We're from, you know, right, San Remo, blah, 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 blah. And he just like lit up. This is an Italian dude who was super grumpy. And all of a sudden now he wants to talk to my, you know, chat my ear off. But that's my tailor. Love my tailor. I just don't go. I don't have any reason to go there. I would just to talk to Frank more often, but I just don't, I don't have that many suits. I don't really wear suits. I've only worn uh, real pants about 10 times this entire year. So I don't really, I'm definitely not in need of a tailor, but uh, shout out to my boy, Frank. I wish I could go there more often. Have you seen that article that's making its way around uh, the social platforms? That's like, you can be a different person post pandemic from the New York times. No, but doesn't surprise me given the source <laughs> and, and that people, oh, I love what that. does that even mean? I feel like people always love doing that. I don't know. It's like, okay, let me pull this up. So let me just read you an, a quick excerpt. Okay. Okay. The person who emerges from quarantine doesn't have to be the same old you. Scientists say that people can change their personalities well into adulthood. And what better time for transformation than now when no one has seen you for a year and might have forgotten what you were like in the first place? Basically saying if there's a part of your personality that you would like to change or your image or perhaps reputation, this is almost like the phoenix rising from the ashes because we've all been gone for a year. So now is the time if you ever wanted to change something about you to do it. So if you were a Bud Light guy before, but you've always been like, I want to drink a Cosmo. I don't care what people think about my drink selection. You could emerge, see from quarantine, Cosmo guy. Yeah. This is like New Year's resolutions. These people need an excuse to change something about their life. Just freaking change it. I, you know what I mean? But here's the weird thing too what if I just emerged out of the pandemic and went to hang out at my buddy's house and all of a sudden I was super into painting. All of a sudden I just started drawing things, right? Or like sending people sketches. <laughs> and I, I just got really into sketching and I'm, a ske I'm an artiste, if you will. That'd be such a weird thing to do. Or what if I just started dressing totally different? I was dressing up, like I started wearing suits everywhere because I want to be a formal guy, right? Was, mm -hmm. I want to grow up, you know, and, and get out of there. I'm wearing a jersey right now. So clearly I don't really give a shit. But imagine if I just did that. My friends would all make fun of me. They'd be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? What is this? We know you. We've talked to you. So I don't know. I feel like this is just like a lame excuse for people to be like, oh, you can always change yourself and, you know, keep evolving as a person. It's like, why do you need an excuse to do that? Just do it if you want to do it. I don't know. It's weird to me. But now is the time for it to not be that big of a deal. Can I give you an example? Wouldn't it be a bigger deal though? Because it's the first time you've seen anyone in forever and all of a sudden you're a new person. Right. Hey, last time I remember Steve, he was into soccer and all of a sudden he's into ballet. What is right. happening? Ballet Steve in a three-piece suit. He's this is him. He's, he's cultured, okay? This is Steve. But for example, I'm on a charity board. And last night we had our very first in-person charity board meeting for the first time in over a year. And it was on this rooftop at one of our members' buildings. And I walked in and everybody was like, oh my God, you look so different. We haven't seen you in a year. And I'm like, oh my God, these people have not seen me blonde. They have not seen me blonde post 75 hard. Not that I look that much different, but I do feel like I look a little different with this hair now. You do. So that was an example. Cause last but time you I didn't do that, that. you didn't do that to be like a different person to be, oh, it's yeah. qu quarantine new me. You just, I don't know. I feel like you wanted to change it up and you did. And I, I like it too, but it would be different if you were, if, you know, we were approaching this summer. And you're like, you know what? I've always wanted to be blonde. And you just did it now before you went out. You've had this for months. Yeah. Well, I did it during quarantine because I had always wanted to do it. And I was like, if it looks terrible, now's the time to do it because I won't see anyone. So it's a risk-free yeah. change, if you will. I think a lot of people dyed their hair pink or purple or mm -hmm. just something fun that they had never done before. But if 
that's something you've always wanted to do. If you always wanted to be the person that had colorful hair and you never felt brave enough to do it, now is kind of the time because you can be like, hey, I did it in quarantine. Pandemic look, it is what it is. Side note, people who have colorful hair, it's kind of like bangs. 99% of people immediately regret it and don't look good with colorful hair. You'll see somebody on Instagram with bangs and it's like, oh, she looks really good. Maybe I should get bangs too. And it's like, the answer is almost always no. It's yeah. the same thing when you dye your hair blue or pink or purple. It's like, oh, that person on Instagram looked really good. And then I'll do it. And it's like, mm, not so, not so much. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, my thoughts, I've expressed them on this podcast before that many a girl in the late 2000s is giving Anne Hathaway the middle finger because of her bangs and Devil Wears Prada. Everybody well, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel was always Zoe the one Deschanel. that everyone pointed to. And I, now I'd say I couldn't even think of Zoe Deschanel without bangs. When you see her in Elf, you're like, who the hell is that person? That's right. But Zoe Deschanel, Anne Hathaway, and Devil Wears Prada, they had the flawless bangs and everyone thought that they could pull it off. They were like, look at Anne Hathaway. She went through the Devil Wears Prada transformation. Bangs are for me. Bangs are not for anyone. No. Bangs are for no one. We do not keep put into account that both of them have professional hairstylists brushing them down for every scene. The splice is real, people. Your bangs always are going to part in the middle when you're talking or you're unaware and it never, ever, ever looks good. I've also never understood how you get out of bangs how do you grow that out it seems impossible to You've me like never seen someone grow out bangs i mean maybe i have and i'm just like why is that that person has a terrible haircut i just didn't know it was a bang situation but if you had the big zoe de chanel loop bang right and the rest of your hair was long what the hell do you do do you just have to cut everything short and grow it back out what i don't even know you can't push it a back. lot of clips like this where uh, you like mm. pin your bangs back or it's like a huge bummer or maybe you'll braid it down the side but really it's like middle part because that's kind of the only way to do it or the beaver swoop was a big thing when we were growing out the bangs. we like the swoop action like the that, alabama quarterback swoop <laughs> situation 100%. Yeah. yeah yeah i was trip jones for a long time because yeah. i was trying to grow out the bangs and i had a swoop not great but you grew your hair out you know what it's like that well, that tweener stage is so gross it's disgusting when i grew out my bun and by the way when i was uh one of my you know introductory meetings at the ringer they were like oh tell you know two truths and a lie right did i tell did i tell this on the, on the pod no no i've never even heard this <laughs> and i want to so badly um so one of them was uh that i played pickup hoops with vernon davis which is true okay the former 49ers tight end um yes. the another one was that mark mcgrath is my cousin he's in fact not my cousin he's just a family a close family friend Yes. Um, so that was the lie. And my other truth was that I had a man bun and everybody guessed that my lie was that I had a man bun. Nobody believed that I had a man bun, except the people that obviously knew me from, from obviously Priscilla's show or knew me from beforehand. They're like, no, nah, there's no way that's true. It couldn't be you. And I'm like, yeah, I had a man bun. What's up? And you had a great man, but it was very long and it, it was very, very cool. And that was your identifier. You know, people would always say, oh, Saruti, man bun. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of must have been a difficult transition identity wise for you when you got rid of it. So that's funny now that people can't see it out of you because it was such a part of you for so long. But I miss it because I miss having the bun, but I don't think I'll ever grow it out again because of the awkward stage. I would say that at least six months was the awkward stage. Michelle, I no lie. I think I've told you this before. There would be days where I would just wear sunglasses and I'd have them up into my hair to hold my hair back because I had no other choice to keep the hair unless I wear a headband, but I couldn't do that not playing sports. So yes, I like the look, but getting to that look takes real dedication. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's a major long play. It is a yeah. major, major commitment major commitment to the look. Um, okay. So we are pro in between sizing anti in between hair. Yes. 
Well, speaking of in between, I saw this going around on social media about texting. And I've learned that there are in fact two pretty distinct type of texters. There's really no in between. There's people who flurry text, which is like, hey, next text. How are you? Next text. How have you been? I miss you. Let's get together. And then there's people who text in one concise chunk that's like, hey, Steve, how have you been? I miss you. Let's get together soon. Mm -hmm. And there's really no in between. The more I thought about it, I either have friends who are very hardcore one chunk and will even hit enter and have two separate sentence structures within one chunk or they're flurry texters. And I think I know which one you fall under. Which one? I think you're more of a flurry than a big chunk guy. If we're talking about people that we're close with, like friends and family, you're 100% right. But if I'm sending out a text to somebody important that I don't necessarily know well, or hypothetically, say I'm sending out like a, a text to get somebody on a show, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big chunk text because I'm going to I'm going to write the whole thing out and I'm going to want to reread it, make sure there are no spelling mistakes in there. But if I'm texting a buddy in the group chat or my mom or whatever, my sister is Maddie, that is stream of thought. It's like, hey, how are you? What are we having for dinner? Uh, what, what time are you going to be home? You take the dog out. Should we do something tomorrow? It's never together. It's always just random thoughts in my head that go. And I kind of feel like you're probably the same way. I've been told that I'm a flurry texter. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I think it, it's kind of weird if you're not, if someone just sent me a paragraph, I would think something's wrong. <laughs> like, why did you send me this? Go, oh, no, who died? <laughs> like what's happening? This seems so formal. <laughs> yeah, it does. But, but I had a lot of friends, re- I posted it on my Instagram story and I had a lot of friends respond and be like, no, I'm a one chunk person. I'm a one chunk girl. And then I would mm-hmm. go back and look at her text. And I'm a like, one chunk girl sounds weird too. We should okay. You're that. right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, a one chunk girl. All right. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. <laughs> hey, this is post pandemic. I'm a one chunk girl. Yeah, yeah, there you go. New year, new, uh, new year, new her. One person specifically was like, this is me one chunk. And I went back and looked and sure enough, she would only send me big chunk responses. And I'm like eight blue bubbles in a row. And she would be like one big chunk. Yeah, I'm actually in text conversations, especially with my mom, even with Maddie too. If it's the iPhone blue white deal, mine are always the blue ones, which are yours are always, mine are always very short. So it'll be like several, several, several texts. And I'll just respond with maybe. (laughs) And it'll be like, this is, this is, this is for my mom. Sure. I'm just very minimal when it comes to texting too. I just don't like it. And the the only time I'm really descriptive and animated in the group text is with my buddies. So I actually have a proposition for you. I, I have determined that I hate the group text. Mm. And I, and I kind of want to get out of them. There's only one that I really enjoy, but there's only four people in it. So it's not difficult, but again, post pandemic, I feel like during the pandemic, so many group chats popped up because that was how people were keeping in touch with one another. Right. I go to bed, I watch the games. And then as soon as the games are over, I'm in bed because I have to get up early. I put the do not disturb on. I will wake up, Steve, and have 65 text messages and I don't go back and read them. And it seems like people feel very liberated in the group text to just say, hey, I saw this today and I thought you should know. It's not important information or important thoughts. It's just people wanting to be active in the chat. And if I see 60 texts, I'm not going to go back and read them. Yeah, I'm just no. going to ignore it. No, I don't think you have to though. I think that's, that's the point of the group text. If you miss it in real time, I don't really usually go back and check that out. I just, oh, I missed that conversation. Sorry, I guess we'll pick it up another day. But unless I really knew I was expecting some sort of conversation, I would never go back and do that. But if you're in multiple group texts, which is what it seems like, I'm in really one. Well, I'm in one with my friends and there's five of us total. And that's, I usually respond. I love that when I usually respond to it because it's dumb shit and it's fun. And then I'm in one with my family, which is mostly just my mom sending awkward pictures of her and my dad. Uh, (laughs) 
it's just terrible selfie angles. Like that's oh one thing. God, I, can you I, add I love my that mom. family chat. I want to be in on that. I'm gonna yeah, like every. I mean, Maddie photo. probably loves it, but yeah, Maddie's out. Maddie likes every photo in there, and she's the only one that really comments on anything. Um, but my yeah. First off, side note here: What is with it? Do your parents take terrible selfie angles too? It's just like no. mom, figure it out. Come on. I don't, and I, I don't love Aunt. I love you. Ever taken a selfie in their lives? Oh like, yeah. I've never gotten one. I love my mom, but she's, you know, she thinks, you know, she wants to be hip. So she's always, she always wants to take pictures and she's taking selfies. She thinks it's cool. And she'll send it in the group chat. I'm like, this is the worst picture I've ever seen. Is it the down low? Is it from a It's either way too high or yeah, it's way too low. It's there's never any lighting, you know, (laughs) framing is just a complete afterthought at this point. And it's like, mom, and for someone who loves taking pictures so much, it's like, mom, Come on. What are we we need to give your mom and dad a tutorial. We need to. Well, my dad doesn't give a shit. I'll tell you that right now. He doesn't. We my need dad. To let him know how to be an Instagram husband. If your mom loves the pics, we need to get your dad. No, not interested. How to frame things so that he can get the shot. If there is something, I couldn't think of one thing that my dad would be less interested in than figuring out how to frame photos <laughs> for Instagram. <laughs> so, not a Joe Sruti thing. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning, all that stuff. Fixing anything. Framing Instagram shots, not quite. Okay, well, are you sending TikToks now, Judas, on the group chat? Because you have well, told me that you're into TikTok and I'm yikes. still betrayed, still betrayed yeah. by it. Okay, so I'm going to blame my sister, Jocelyn, for this because she started sending me all these links to TikToks and they were funny because she knows what I like. And then I said this last week, I ended up getting the TikTok because it was just easier than clicking on the link. It was easier just to have the app. So I was like, I'll have the app. I'll set up an account. I'm not posting anything. I'm still not posting anything, but I'm actually dabbling into the actual search functions and looking for videos. Michelle, it's, there's some good shit in there. Not gonna lie. There's some bad shit. There's some really, there's some really bad stuff. But the good thing is that when you, based on what you look at, it obviously curates things that you know, it knows you'll like. So, you know, the ones where the girls are just doing stupid dances or they're like, someone's pointing at stuff on the screen and they're like, and music's playing. Those are all really stupid. And I don't really have a lot of those on my feed, but it has curated some really, really good shit for me. And I'm kind of, can addicted. you give me an example? I'm kind of addicted to So there's this one girl, she runs an account. Uh, I believe the account was called Only Pans. <laughs> it's a play on obviously Only Fans, where she good. makes like sexual innuendo jokes while she's cooking things, and it's oh. very funny. It's very funny and very creative. Can you send um, me one? Yeah, yeah, I'll send you this I, one right now. I would love to see that because I do think that's very clever. Well, this one, okay, this this one's actually on Instagram, so I'll be able to send this to you. But a lot, so that's the that's the annoying thing though is that most people, I don't know about most people because I'm not in the TikTok biz or whatever, but it seems like most people post the same thing on Instagram reels that they do on TikTok. It's the yeah. same content. They're, it doesn't even, all these things, all these platforms are the same thing now. They do right. the same functions. It's kind of stupid. So you really don't even have to be on TikTok. You can just go to Instagram reels and you'll see everything on TikTok because it's already there because they just duplicate it. Yeah, I, that's part of the reason I don't want to be honest because I feel like I'm already seeing the TikToks on Twitter So, or excuse me, on Instagram. So many of my friends that are on TikTok are sharing videos they like on Instagram. So I'm seeing the funny stuff anyway. Yeah. I mean, and then there's just really creative people on there. That's funny. And because we used to think back in the day that it was just people dancing, like teenagers dancing, like the two girls from Connecticut that I couldn't give two shits about. But they're probably millionaires many times over and it's totally fine. Good for them. But I'm just not interested in your content. Sorry. But then when you actually dive deep into this stuff, there's funny ass pet shit on there. There was this little miniature horse running around. There's this guy narrating it. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'll send it to you after I sent it to Maddie and she was literally crying, laughing. It was that funny. It's Vine, but longer and a little bit easier to use, I would say. So I'm, I'm kind of fully addicted. Now I'm not going to start posting things. I'm not interested in making like a video of me doing some weird thing and editing it together with some music. And by the way, everybody uses the same songs on there, which I've realized there's like 20 songs. Everybody uses the same ones over and over again. And they become TikTok songs. 
Is that because the songs only 20 are available or is that because no. everyone's using the same song? It's a because... thing. It's Somebody will edit a song where it has lyrics and then so someone will use the same version to do their own bit, uh, version of that video. That's the other annoying thing is people just copy everyone else too. It's totally mm -hmm. stupid. It's like Twitter where one person has a funny joke and then 900 other people also tweet the same thing like five minutes after thinking it was their original idea, which it actually right, right. wasn't. There's a lot of that on, on TikTok too. And that's where the music stuff and the, like the sketching it out stuff and the acting stuff comes into play. And it sucks because I don't really know. Who, I want to give credit to whoever the originator of that was, whoever invented this, whoever created this, but it's impossible to really know, at least for me, because I'm, I'm a noob. Is anything really original, Steve? Wow, that's really, that's really deep. I guess not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, esoteric here. Yeah. But think about it, though. Everybody that makes something has probably pulled some sort of inspiration from something else. So it's yeah, really original. It's not inspiration. Literally, they would just straight rip off. A lot of What's stupid on TikTok too is people will just, they'll dub over something. So say like there's an office line, right? And they'll just mouth it and they'll act it out. And a lot of people do the same lines over and over and over again, because people want to be actors and it's stupid. It's like, you're not that good and you're not that funny. You're just kind of hot. So that's why people follow you. Mm -hmm. But there are some really dumb and funny creative things on here that I like a lot. And I think if you gave it a shot, Michelle, I actually think you would like it. Is this like Clubhouse and Iron Clubhouse? No, not a Clubhouse guy. Um, Although, see, this is my point, Steve. It's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse. Well, it's just like I can't LinkedIn for those people who love business. Oh my God, LinkedIn. Okay. I just I, can't keep <laughs> up. It's too much. It's too much. Well, first off, you don't need to be on Facebook, period. The only reason I have it is for work. That's it to have a professional page because I have to post okay. things sometimes. But you really don't need to be on Facebook. It's just, me personally, I don't think I've shared anything on my personal page in seven years. I have it because I think my mom would cry if I deleted it. So I have a Facebook, but I don't ever use it. Uh, I go on Twitter because it's part of our job. I do Instagram because I think I like Instagram. Um, and I'm like I said, dabbling in TikTok a little bit, but you're right. The LinkedIn crowd, the people that post on LinkedIn, it's like they post jobs, inspirational quotes. I'm like, who has the time to do this stuff? And who cares? You know, I don't understand yeah. when I was doing the job search thing this whole last year, I didn't know this whole LinkedIn world existed where everyone just high fives everyone says how awesome everybody is. It's like, that's so weird. It's like a fake universe of job people. I, I don't know. It, it put me off. I don't even update. I don't even think I have my new job on there. I didn't even update it. I don't even think I have a LinkedIn page. Good for you. I'm jealous. <laughs> I, don't I don't even, even know why I have one. Well, what am I going to have a LinkedIn page for? Anyone that I need to connect with for work, I'm not going to do via LinkedIn. That's not really yeah. what I'm going to do. I don't know. And trust us, I think we're in the minority here. So oh, if you're big a big time. LinkedIn person, shout out to you. It's just, it's just not for me. I don't have time. I don't. Sorry. Sorry. I just got a message. It's you sending me TikToks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, wait, speaking of high fives, you are about to get a Peloton, which I'm mm -hmm. so excited for, so excited for. And I'm very interested to see if you're a high fiver on Peloton or not. And you probably don't know what this means. But while, while you're riding, whether it's a live ride or if you're doing a recorded ride that has other live riders in it, there's a leaderboard on the side and people will high five you. So like the other day, I was neck and neck with this girl in Texas, in Plano, Texas. We kept switching spots on the leaderboard, just the two of us. And I was like, I'm going to kick her ass. I'm going to beat her in the end. It was a Cody Rigsby class, my guy, Cody, who I know you're going to love. And Cody was giving me the jams. I was feeling it. And I ended up beating her. And then she high-fived me at the end and I high-fived her back. It's like a little thing that comes up on your screen. And it's like, Jana from Plano, Texas, high-five. And I high-five back. So I'm on the group chat with my girls. And I'm like, do you guys high five in Peloton? And it was very split. Some people were like, yep, high five everybody. I love spreading the love. We're all grinding it together. I'm throwing high fives left and right. 
I only high five people back. If people high five me, I'm going to definitely show you love back. Like, thank you for spreading positivity, but I'm not going to seek you out. Like if that person would have beaten me, old girl in Plano, Texas, I would not have thrown her the high five. You and I are, this is why we get along. (laughs) It's actually very much like Xbox live and playing somebody in FIFA, because a lot of times when you're playing somebody and there's a lot of douches that play FIFA that just play it the worst way possible. All they do is care about how fast guys are and they don't actually know how to play the game. They just use fast guys and that's why they win. And those okay. are the worst people to play against. It sucks. Um, but if I played a really good game against somebody, like a really good game, this is once in a blue. I'm, we're talking like once a month, maybe. I'll throw them a, a GG, which means good game, right? In nerd terms. Wait. Uh, I love GG. We've got to do a GG thing on the show. I don't know what it is. Maybe we end the pod with GG. Yeah, <laughs> we got to do it. It's just a good game. That. It's just a good game. And it's like, game. it's, it's like a mutual, you know, like the, what is it? The Jeremiah Johnson, which Robert Redford, it's a slow pan. It's a gif where it slowly pans in on him. And the guy with the beard, and he just goes, yes. he just shakes his head. That's what good game is in real life. Oh um, my God. So why isn't that more prevalent? Like why isn't after the Super Bowl, you're like Tom Brady. Hey, GG. GG. Well, you know, because he's probably a little bit more in, in tune with his feelings than the average person playing Xbox. But <laughs> um, but it's similar to Peloton in that I would only high five someone on Peloton. And I'm excited. I think we're probably gonna get it the next week or the week after. Yes. I would only high five someone if there was ultimate respect. If the entire time we're going back and forth and it was like a really good thing and you pushed me, uh I, yeah, I'd throw you a high five. Um, but other than that, probably not. Or if somebody messages me, GG. And I like the way that we played. I'll message them back and say good game. So that would be the that would be a high five after they initially high five me. Yeah. I would do that. But it's kind of like swearing. I get annoyed with people who swear all the time. It's like, hey man, like uh, swearing a lot isn't a personality trait. That's not what makes you cool. I kind of feel like when you you know you should use it sparingly because when you actually swear, when I drop an f bomb, it, it means I really mean like holy fuck, Steve just swore. That's crazy. <laughs> Like just right right now. Exactly. So that's kind of how I feel like about high fives and good games. You need to not overdo it because then it becomes way more meaningful. I agree. I also think the person sending out the high five, it means more to them than me receiving it, right? Like if I did a ride on Peloton and no strangers high five me, I'm still pumped with my performance. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm so pumped that I got on the bike and Cody and I sweated it out for 30 minutes. And If you're sending a high five, it means that you want to show respect or you want to spread the good vibes. So I think it's more about the sender than the receiver. You know, it's like Christmas. It's like it feels better to to give a gift than it does to receive a gift. 100%. Feels better to give a high five than receive. So that's Mm -hmm. why if anyone sends me a high five, I'm like, yes, thank Mm -hmm. you for doing that. But I'm not going to actively seek out strangers and throw them a high five. I just wish I knew if that person's sending out a high five to everyone in that class and every class that they're in, then I'm going to be like, well, all right, dude. like, no, I'm not going to give you a high five back. That doesn't really mean anything. It's kind of like, what's that guy? Tay Diggs. Remember Tay Diggs, the actor? He yes. just followed, he followed everyone on Twitter. Still follows me. It's like, cool. I have this blue checkmark guy that follows me, but he follows 2 million people. Should I be that pumped about that? Not really. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't give a shit. He's got some guy running his account. So again, it yeah. has to be meaningful. It can't just be, right. oh, you can't just high five everybody. It's lame. There's so many Twitter accounts of famous people that do that. Like Barack Obama follows everyone. Britney Spears follows everyone. Jose Bautista follows everyone. Really? Jay Diggs. I'm trying to think of who else. There's a- Who's your most random Twitter follow? Oh my gosh. My producer, Emily, asked me this question the other day. That follows me. Yep. I don't know. Can I look really quick? Like, Yeah. Can you, you look, look at the up? verified, right? Can you look at oh, verified? You can? I don't know. Let me look. Profile. I have one off the top of my head. Followers. Verified. Okay. Let me look. Wait, you can search your verified followers? Yes, you can. Some of these people I don't know, which is, I'm sorry. Um, I, I think my number one most random one 
is Andrew Yang. Yang Gang, what's up? Oh my God. Andrew Yang threw me a follow a few months ago and I was like, nice, dude. It's fucking awesome. Yang Gang. Okay, hang on. I'm trying to scroll. I didn't even know you could do this. Now I'm doing it for the first time. I know, I know. Belmont Men's Basketball follows me. Nice. Shout out Belmont. Most of these verified people that follow me, I follow back, but there's a lot that I don't know. A lot of people just getting the check mark. Those are probably Marshmallow. He follows you too, right? No, he yeah. does not. Marshmallow does not. Follow yeah, remember? Because it was the whole Brasillo thing, right? He does not. I don't think he follows me. And oh. Marshmallow and I are mortal enemies. Do you not remember what went down? With oh, the that's right. Debacle? That's right. Okay. Perfect example, though. For like seven months. For those who don't know, by the way, seven months. Marshmallow's people were like, yeah, he's coming on. He's coming on. Yeah. And we tried to ne- negotiate it. Will be the base guy follows you. That's yeah, incredible. but again, he follows 1.4 million people. Like, does still, it really I don't care. Matter? It doesn't Respect. really matter. He doesn't no. follow me, Steve. I'm not getting any love from the base god. One um, time I saw him on first take and he was wearing a very cool dangly cross earring and a fedora. And I was like, Respect. That seems on brand. Yeah, totally. Okay. I'm not seeing anyone random. Nobody's popping. Okay. That's interesting. Wait, Lil B, the base guy, does follow <laughs> yes. him. I didn't follow him back. <laughs> I don't I'm follow totally him. totally kicking yeah. the follow back. But why? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, nothing against him. I just feel like if you follow 1.4 million people, you don't really care about me. That's okay. I wanted to give him, show some love. There's some oh, random how about, people with How about this, Steve? Uh, verified Begging Strips. The dog treat company? Wow. Yeah. See if they can get Louie, hook up Louie. Well, they do the pet parade here in St. Louis. Did you know that St. Louis has the second biggest Mardi Gras? Out I feel like I've heard this before. Yeah. Just wanted to tell you again. St. Louis and, facts. And so, uh, yeah, fun, St. Louis fun fact. And so facts um, Began sponsors the pet parade that opens up Mardi Gras, just so you know. That is interesting. Yeah, Tay Diggs. That's probably it. That's probably about I'm it. Kind of I'm sure we probably bored people to death. Yep, there yeah, you go. Yeah, Britney Spears, all sorts of people like that. But I follow all of them back. Wait, Britney Spears follows you? Yeah. What? She follows, she follows everyone. Let me show she you. She doesn't follow me. How do you know? I mean, because I'm looking. Yeah, Britney Spears. Wow, that's that's kind of dope. See? All right, well. See? Confirm Britney Spears. Just follow. in case I thought you were lying. She, well, she only follows like a couple hundred thousand people. I mean, it's better than 1.4 million. She has 56 million followers and she follows 369.3 thousand people. Oh, this is the most random one. Found it. Who? Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> she follows you? Yeah. How many people is she following? 162,000. But that's not hey. that's not that bad. I mean, it's a no. lot, but it's not that bad. Wait, does she follow me? Let me see. Oh, my God. Melissa How does Joan Hart. She follow you and not me. Let me I have see. no idea. She would, yeah. I mean, back in the day, yeah, of course she's. Wait, she follows me too. Oh, all right, it's not that cool. All right, never mind. <laughs> all right, we probably bore the shit out of people. Now. Totally boring. But how wild is that that Melissa Joan Hart is just out of here following strangers? Respect to her. Maybe she's a really big sports fan, sneaky oh. sports fan. I don't know. Okay, I have two things that I need you to put some judgment on. Okay, so get your white wig on, get okay. settled in. I need Judge Saruti to make two rulings. All right. Okay. Actually. Let's take a step back. Three questions. Number one, I've been eating a weird snack lately, or at least what I think is a weird snack. And I need you to tell me if this is acceptable or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like to make skinny pop popcorn or boom chicka pop popcorn. Good boom, shit. Boom, really, really good in the microwave. And I put nutritional yeast, sea salt, and hot sauce on it. What the fuck is nutritional yeast? 
it kind of has a cheese taste. It's not cheese. Look it up. It tastes good. Um, okay. But I put hot sauce on it. I'm putting the little Franks or whatever hot sauce I have, Tabasco. I put hot sauce on my popcorn. Uh, but doesn't it get soggy and wet? I guess butter doesn't really make your popcorn soggy and wet. So, so no. here's the trick. I drizzle it on the bowl and then I put the popcorn in and I do the ch-ch-ch. I don't know if I want spicy popcorn. Does it taste spicy? Well, the nutritional yeast kind of evens it out. It's a good flavor. It's it's like a hot Cheetos version of popcorn. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I was like, is that weird though? If I said to someone, we're going to the movies, I'm beyond saying it, hot sauce in my bag swag because I want to make my snack at the theater. Is that weird? It's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, if you were to do that on a date, I would be like, hmm, it's a little weird. Well, I'm not going to, I would whip that out on a date. Okay. I'm just saying. Would you eat your whatever weird snack it is that you eat? No. Would you eat that on a date? Probably not. You're like, oh, I'll take the salad dressing on the sun. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, You hide your, well, actually, no, I think I've eaten like, we've talked about this burgers and stuff on first. Yeah. I mean, I just, whatever. It's fine. Uh, But I know that's a weird quirk. I know that that's a weird thing that I do. So I'm not going to just bust it out on the first date. Two things. Uh, I feel like you're missing an opportunity. I feel like your St. Louis card should be taken away from you. Wouldn't you rather put the dust? Then don't they sell the the red hot riplets dust? Why don't yes. you put that on the popcorn? That's a good call, and I will try that next time. I hadn't yeah. even considered it. Great. I feel like that's a there you go. I'm like an adopted St. Louis. Um, St. Louisan. St. Louis. St. Louisan. St. Louisan. Sure. But you know what? Uh, I let it slide because I was just my heart Saint, swelled. St. Louis sounds better though. Anyway. Uh, And then the second thing is I share your love for popcorn. Popcorn's my favorite snack. I've always said this. I could eat bowls of popcorn. When I watch a movie on a random night or something, I will make an entire bowl of movie theater butter popcorn and eat it by myself. It's delicious. I mean, I'm going to swear. It's fucking delicious. (laughs) It's that good. Uh, But that's not my quirky snack. I don't feel like that's that quirky. My weird snack is I actually eat a miniature pack of Welch's fruit snacks. I eat about one a day. They're, one a they're, day. One a day. It only comes with 12, 12 little fruit snacks. It's not like a lot. So I eat one a day. It's just, it's a good palate cleanser, especially after you have dinner. If you have something heavy, if you have pasta, you pop a, you know, a dozen fruit snacks, totally changes your day. It's great. It's a little bit of sugar, but it's like that many calories. And we buy the industrial pack at Costco or BJ's. So I eat a one Welch's fruit snack a day. Yeah, you don't know what BJ's is. Don't worry about it. We talked about this before. I still yeah. can't believe there's a place called BJ's. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Let your mind wander. But uh, they're delicious. I've been doing it for years. They're delicious. So that's, so that's my weird one. It's not an apple a day. It's one pack. Of, is it grape flavored? No, they are assorted. So there's a blackberry. There's a, I don't even know what their real flavor is. There's a cherry. There's an orange, which is by far the worst. There's a peach. And then there's like another berry. It's ra- It's probably raspberry, but it doesn't really taste like raspberry. So th- four out of the five are really good. Why is orange flavoring always the worst? Orange Terrible. juice, amazing. Regular oranges, amazing. Orange Starburst, the worst. Orange Skittles, likely the worst. Yep, I would agree. And it's funny, a freshly squeezed glass of OJ is tear. Although I will say I like grapefruit juice better than orange juice. So. Ugh you would by the way your snack is weirder than mine definitely yeah no it is for sure because we're not seven steve you don't need to pack a lunch if i was eating an entire thing of those jolly rancher gummy rolls packed you go to the gas station that would be weird but it's a small pack it's it's like a half a serving size it doesn't really matter yeah it makes me happy michelle let me be let you live i'm down (laughs) hot sauce on my popcorn i'm let me live too so super quick aside my friends that are parents 
that pack lunches for their kids every day, it's not the same as when we were kids. There's no PBJ fruit roll up bag of Doritos happening anymore. There's no Capri Sun. It's hummus and no carrots Capri Sun. and natural spring water and maybe some celery. It's a vegan snack. It's you know what's so funny? healthy. These kids today have no idea what it's like to hit recess with that fructose and that artificial sugar running through your veins. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a good thing. But you, you know yeah. that I used to sell my mom used to obviously make what were probably really good sandwiches, but I used to sell my mom's sandwich almost every day at lunch. Entrepreneurial. I like it. And I would buy hot lunch. Oh, you would buy the hot lunch? Yeah, I love the triple deck grilled cheese sandwich, a personal favorite of mine. Um <laughs> You know, the pizza was never good, but it was kind of good. You know, it was like, it was bad, good pizza. Uh, It was like a brick. I always used to buy hot lunch. Yeah, I don't know why. It was weird, so. Probably because you want what you can't have. Grass is greener on the other side. That's true. Okay, other two things quickly. There's a controversy, Steve, within the Cardinals fandom, within Cardinals Uh Nation. And even though I tried to get you to become a fan, you're clearly not. So as an objective observer, I need you to weigh in on this. Okay. So fans are back at Bush Stadium. Everyone is hyped to be back. There is a group of fans that has decided to do the Ric Flair woo. Mm. And not once, not twice, Steve, but for almost the entirety of the game, for entire innings. And it is so loud because there aren't that many people in there. So if one collective group of people is doing it, it echoes. And it's on the broadcast. And it is so annoying. That sucks. so many people were tweeting about it last night. I tweeted something about it being like, you should have to explain yourself if you're going to do that the entire game. And it was, most people agreed with me, but then some people were like, people haven't been allowed in the ballpark for a year. They're just having fun, you know, lighten up Nancy or whatever. And I understand where they're coming from, but also it made my head want to explode when I was watching the game. So I need to know where you well, come down on this. I'm biased because you know that I'm against obnoxious wrestling guy and <laughs> i feel like obnoxious wrestling guy always does the rick flair woo and totally. it's like dude stop you're an adult there's kids around relax uh and it's not even real dude what do you want what are you doing um so right. sorry to add to andrews by the new voice of monday night raw now oh he is <laughs> yeah you didn't see that no, that's yeah. amazing. Shout out to Adnan. Yeah, that's yeah. Greatness. So, you know, big wrestling Wait, guy. Adnan's the voice of wrestling now? He's the voice of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Shout out to Adnan. Yep. Pump for him. Yep, I did his see thing. his Levitard news, though, which is great. Levitard news, wow. too. Yeah, he's doing big things. So, shout out to him. But no, I am 100% with you. I hate the Ric Flair woo. It's, I have nothing against Ric Flair. I just think there's a bunch of losers that do the Ric Flair woo all the time because I think they're cool when they do it or any other wrestling imitation thing. It's like, guys, stop. You're an adult. Relax. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe I'm being a little bit of like a, I don't know, curmudgeon. I don't care. To me, it's annoying. I don't like it at all. So okay. I'm probably biased here uh, because I'm going to agree with you because I'm not a wrestling guy, but I think, yeah, I'm, I would be pissed off too. Okay, good. Final thing. Did you see that White Claw came out with a new beverage called Surge? Yeah. I mean, what the hell? You know, first off, it's not even a white can anymore. It's a blue can. You call it Surge, which is playing on all of our emotions. If anyone who's between the ages of what? Probably like 25 and 35, maybe even older. We grew up with the green Surge soda, which was the best thing ever. And I've been hoping that would come back for years now, and it doesn't. So all of a sudden, they're playing with our emotions. And then... The whole thing with this is what? That it's 8% alcohol? We're slowly creeping our way back to Four loco. Like, what are we That's doing? Right. That's White right. claws were already dangerous, and now you're adding more alcohol? I couldn't agree more. When I saw that, my first thought was, throw some respect on Serge's name. How dare you yeah. try to just resurrect Serge and not have it be anything like the OG Serge? It's not even green. 
And I just thought that was so disrespectful. And clearly there's some Gen Z or whoever running this. It's like, let's call it surge. And there's no millennials in the room to be like, no, this is bullshit. There's already a surge that's out there or is, was out there. Doesn't it not have the G at the end too? Um, hold on. I'm going to look this up. Cause I think maybe that's how they get away with it. Like, no, well, maybe it does have the G at the end. Oh, I lied. It does have the G at the end. I lied. G. I mean, sorry, the E at the end, the E. Yeah, I thought, oh, it, I thought it was like S-R-U-G. No, I'm wrong. I'm, yes. I'm very wrong. So totally they straight surge. up, so they did straight up rip the name off. That's just, rip I don't, it. I don't get it. If they made a surge flavored White Claw, I mean, yeah, I'm all in. I would, would probably, it? It, it would be a problem this summer if there was a surge flavored White Claw, but. Oh my God, can you, wait, hold on. Just take your mind there for a second. You, boat, your friends, post-pandemic, cooler full of ice cold surge White Claws. Not this brand, but the green ones in our minds. That's, that's the only one I want. Yeah. That's a dangerous day. That is a dangerous day. That's more dangerous than a Fort Loco. And I've never even had a Fort Loco. So I've never had a Fort Loco either. I don't really want to. They sound disgusting, but I know people got kind of weird with them. And they so had to ban them, right? I see are drinking monster energy drinks and stuff. And I'm like, my heart beats faster just looking at the can. No, I've, I would be afraid I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> what, I mean, I mean, I'm probably sounding very old there, but I've never noticed energy drinks at all, actually. Our good friend who I think we're gonna have on the pod next week. Uh, Cause it didn't work out this week. Jason Fitz, he drinks like nine energy drinks a day. We should ask him. About he that. does. Yeah. He's not a coffee guy. He drinks like 10 energy drinks. It's wild. Oh my gosh. I'm like, dude, that can't be good. That can't. Do you know what his brand of choices? I think it's monster. It's monster. Yeah. And then there was Mikey C back in the day. who used to constantly, he didn't drink water. He drank Red Bull. Never, like, ever, ever drink water. Doesn't ever. drink water. He said his body rejected water. I used to try to get him to drink water and he would get those little cups that look like a mouthwash cup. And he yeah. would try to, he wouldn't even finish that th throughout the show. Yeah, no. And he only ate exclusively Hungry Man frozen dinners. Have you seen him lately? And now he's like an Instagram <laughs> model. He's it doesn't, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's working out, getting the pump and he looks great. But I'm like, how are you able to work out if you're not getting any water intake because you're sweating out water? Yeah, no, I mean, there's probably a lot of people who don't know Mike. You see, apologies to you, Mike. You see, I know, you know, in your world, you know, he's a big outside deal. And he Mike. is a big deal. Outside of Mike. Outside, outside of Mike is a big deal. Great branding. But there's probably some people that don't know him. Uh, works at ASBN Radio. And is just one of the most interesting human beings you'll ever meet. And yes, he did directly say that his body, he doesn't drink water because his body rejects water because he pees it out too fast. I'm like, dude, that's how water works. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no that's your body doing its natural yeah. functions <laughs> i don't i don't know what to tell you dude so anyway what a character okay love it well steve let's get to a review if you haven't already please head to apple podcast or podcast one wherever you find your podcast search for small talk subscribe to it rate it preferably five stars and leave a review like this one in all caps steve the title mm. in all caps cinnamon rolls are not bread oh get out of here five first stars, off i should have known stars. Anybody who types in all caps, all due respect, I'm sure you're a great person. The all caps thing, it's a big Facebook move. So, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. But oh, we need to chill Facebook with Facebook move because they don't agree with you. We need, no, no, no. We need to chill with the all caps. Like, we, all right, relax. Anyway, continue. Well, I'm on this Shelly side because I think this he or she is just trying to make their point known. Okay. Okay. Says five stars as usual. That being said, cinnamon rolls are made out of a pastry dough, not a typical bread dough. Sorry, not sorry. Shrugging emoji. It's not a terrible point. I tried to pull a fast one last week and it's still a bread. I feel like if you bake something in the oven and it rises and it has flour in it, it's still kind of bready. It's pastry bread, but it's still bread. I know I'm going on a limb here. I'm kind of stretching the definition of it, but isn't a pastry technically bread? 
No, it's called a pastry for a reason. It's a yeah, different, but, it, but if you were under the bread umbrella. Carb. It's a different form of a carb. But if you were to do the umbrella at the top is what is bread, you know, you work your way down. Pastries would be under that umbrella. They just would be, or that, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm trying to describe. They would be in that. That's I all I'm trying to say. Pastries are its own separate umbrella. Mm, if it's a dough and you knead it and then you bake it, it's bread. <laughs> it's just a, a sweet bread. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I just feel like I think there's a gray area there and I clearly tried to pull a fast one. You did. And the Shelly is not having it. Yeah, calling, that's all right. They're calling you out, Steve. They're calling In you all out. caps. I, I've, I've been warned. <laughs> don't try to pull a fast one about cinnamon rolls. You will, in fact, yep, fall yep. out. Mm. Not never again. Well, thank you for the review. Thank you to everyone for listening. Steve and I will be back in action next week, hopefully with Jason Fitz. As we mentioned, he's busy, has a lot of stuff he's doing, but hopefully we're able to iron out an interview with him. But until then, GG, Steve. High five. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.